Welcome to the Three Lines of Defence podcast, the show that provides in-depth discussion into the world of audit, compliance and risk. We bring valuable insights, market information and career advice from industry leaders. Here's your host, Mark Enticott. On today's show, I'm going to provide you with a market update as to what is happening across the banking and financial services market in Australia. Hiring across audit and financial crime compliance for the first half of 2020 has been consistent, particularly within the banking sector. COVID-19 has caused the banks to pause hiring and lesser position is classified as critical. The banks will wait and see what the full impact of the pandemic is on the economy and this won't be really known until the Victorian government has this second wave under control. Regulators in Australia have continued to push ahead with their regulatory reform, albeit slower than anticipated because of the pandemic. Hiring throughout the next 12 months for audit, compliance and FCC plus non-financial risk positions will continue to be active even though it is expected that the banks will do redundancies in other divisions. The recession will reduce the number of candidates willing to change jobs due to the pandemic. And the driver behind this is many candidates would rather stay in their current position than risk moving to a new role for more money and that role not working out for them. The talent pool for compliance and FCC professionals in Australia is still very shallow and there will be certain critical senior positions that the bank's will need to recruit from Asia, UK and North America where those talent pools are far deeper for compliance and FCC. Let's now have a look across the sectors. So starting off with banking, as we know, the Banking Royal Commission has really forced the Australian banks to continue to increase their headcount across audit, compliance and FCC. FCC has been the most significant growth area for headcount in the first half of 2020 as a result of the continual regulatory focus by Austrac. For the remaining of 2020 and into 2021, we do expect further expansion in FCC, especially within financial intelligence unit functions, and also increased use of data analytics and further expansion of advisory roles across the core business lines for the banks. On the compliance side, we have seen notable expansion by major banks in response to the Royal Commission. When compared to the framework and structures of global institutions, the major banks in Australia still have a lot more work to do to get the correct framework in order to meet their regulatory obligations. As a result of that, we do forecast further expansion is required within compliance headcount to really ensure that compliance programs are embedded into businesses with significant culture and conduct change required across the Australian banking sector. We also feel that there will be increased regulatory pressure exerted and increased litigation by ASIC and APRA throughout 2021. And this will result in the banks needing to further expand budgets for compliance and increase headcount within advisory, regulatory compliance, central compliance, monitoring surveillance and conduct. 
as the Australian regulatory bodies continue to rely on the third line to undergo more deep dive reviews, banks will need to further expand some of these audit functions and there will be demand for people who have a strong background in data analytics uh, for these particular roles. On the risk side, we don't see a lot of expansion of headcount for the financial risk areas. However, there will be expansion of non-financial risk roles, especially in cyber risk and data privacy. Moving on now to the insurance sector, the insurance sector has been dealing with significant regulatory reforms as a result of the Royal Commission. And while a majority of these regulatory reforms have impacted the retail insurance sector, some will impact the entire industry. So product governance and individual accountability are both being focuses by the federal government. And while COVID-19 has made insurance firms cautious with hiring in the first half of 2020, we do expect to see further expansion within compliance functions throughout 2021. Digital transformation and technology continue to be key priorities for many insurance firms, and consequently, they really must work very hard to retain talent within the IT cloud governance, data privacy, and protection areas. There is only a limited pool of audit risk and controls candidates with insurance experience. As a result of that, many insurance companies really have had to go to the banking sector, especially the retail banking and wealth management side, to find suitable candidates for these type of roles. On the superannuation and asset management side, so the first half of 2020, we saw reasonable levels of recruitment across superannuation for compliance. And we envisage that this will continue really off the back of the capability review of APRA that was led by Graham Samuel back in mid-2019. And APRA will need to continue to focus and improve the level of regulation within the superannuation sector. And we would forecast that this will continue even more so once the pandemic is fully under control. So this is going to therefore drive further expansion within compliance functions for the superannuation sector. On the asset management side, hiring for the last six months has really been mainly replacement headcount. So in summary, the roles that have been in demand, AML compliance, really at that manager, senior manager, executive manager level, cyber risk at the senior manager level, data analytics at the manager, senior manager level, and internal audit at the manager and senior manager level. The skills in demand, financial crime compliance, cybersecurity risk, data analytics, and audit are the areas that have been in demand from a skill set point of view. The sector's driving growth, really the banking sector being the major banks and the mid-sized banks, as well as the insurance sector has been the main key drivers for demand when we look across the audit, compliance and risk functions that we specialise in. Finally, on the compensation side, we do see seller increments for people changing jobs sitting around 15 to 18%. There has been limited increases on salary Uh, for people that have not changed employers, and most of the time that has been zero throughout 2020. 
and we would expect a similar pattern come 2021. On the bonus side, bonuses have been significantly lower and that will also continue in 2021 due to the economic downturn. The biggest factor here is really that where a company wants to employ someone who is quite happy in their job, the company is going to have to pay a risk premium in order to encourage that individual to move companies because of the economic uncertainty and the risk of changing roles in the current environment. If you're unemployed in the market, flexibility around your previous salary will be required, both from a contracting and permanent point of view. If you need any further information or salary advice, please feel free to reach out to us. All of our contact details are on our website at bowenpartners.com. Thanks for listening to the show. We encourage you to subscribe and feel free to share, rate us and leave a review. If there's anything you'd specifically like us to cover, email us at markenticott at bowenpartners.com. Thank you.